It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's get to the big bats. Lindor, McNeil, Alonzo. The three big bats in this lineup. Pete Alonzo at 40 home runs last year. I'm going to make the over under 37 and a half, a little bit lower than that. You think he hits more than that this year? I think he goes way over. I think there's a better chance. Hey. Yeah, I think there's a better chance Alonzo hits in the 50s than he does in the 30s. So I'm going over that 37 and a half. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. What makes you say that? Because he stays healthy pretty much every year Dude, and he this hits up, a ton of home runs? Yeah, the, I mean, this came up last night on the air during the show. So I was actually looking at the numbers. And now we watched it live. But when you actually look at the numbers, forget the pandemic year. The dude plays every freaking day, and he is mm-hmm. as consistent as can be. The average, the OPS, the slugging, the homers, the ribbies. He's, I mean, outside of the rookie where he hit 53, I mean, he's going to hit 40-plus home runs. He's going to hit 260. He's going to drive in 100 runs. The OPS is going to be 860, whatever it was. He is consistent as it comes for three of his first four years in the big leagues. I just think the power is there. I, I think Alonzo, he's definitely hitting in the 40s. Better chance he'll hit 50 than 30. Well, here's what's crazy about Pete Alonso. So his rookie year, he hits 53 home runs, rookie record. In 2020, he hit 16. But if you average that out over a full season, that's a 42 home run season. Just to be fair, now and that was a down mean year he would have done that. That was a down was year for him. That was a down year. And that was a, yeah, 100. percent That was the worst OPS he had in his career, right. and he only had 230. But he hit a lot of home runs. To your point, like he hit 16 home runs in 57 games. That's a 40 plus home run pace. Then in 2021, he hits 37 home runs. Last year, he hits 40. So you're right. Like his consistency has been basically 50, 40, high 30s, 40. So yeah, I, I think what scares me about this is that through four years, he has been remarkably healthy. He has not had like any stints on the injured list. And that's what scares me. Not that he's going to miss half the season. I'm not suggesting that. But I think he's almost due for that fluky injury for that hit batsman that costs him three or four weeks. And that sucks because, hey, what are the Mets going to do? Like, how do you how do you fill that power void? I, I don't want to be negative, but I almost think that he's so due for that injury where he misses three or four weeks. So I think he still has a power-filled year, but I think he misses three weeks. It costs him 40. He hits 35 home runs, something like that. That's why I would take the under on Pete. It's just a law of averages thing. It's not a lack of confidence in him more than it is He's going to get hurt. I mean, he's, you know, guys right. get hurt. Who gets through full seasons year after year after year? It just doesn't happen. Well, I'm going to go the over on this. And I, to Sal's point, I think that he's consistent. 
and I'm going to go and one-up you on this, Sal. I don't think it's going to happen next year, but I would say in the next five years, he'll be the no, next. No, don't do this. He's going to be the this. next guy to hit 60-plus home runs. Oh. It's going to happen. I'm sorry. I and I, 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 said, I said that a while ago, and I say it now. Pete Alonso is on the track to hit that, do that. There's no doubt in my mind he's that you know. Because you know what Pete does? Pete sees Aaron Judge does d- does something, and then he follows it up a year later. That's his thing, or two the, years the later. The thing I'll say about Alonzo, I've said this before. I don't know if you and I have had this discussion, Ev. I really think, I don't even think it's going to be close. When he's all said and done, he will be by far the greatest position player to ever wear a Met uniform. Like, I don't even think it's close. If they re-sign him, and I still am pretty hopeful that they will, I think that despite the lack of a contract extension and any kind of talks, it doesn't feel like they're even talking. I do think push comes to shove. We may take some nervousness out of this. You know, we may have to deal with what uh, Yankee fans dealt with with Aaron Judge. But assuming they re-sign him, you're a thousand percent right. And it won't be close because you got to start to ask yourself right now as we sit here today, taking Pete out of the equation, who's the greatest position player in the history of the New York Mets? Right, and you can David Wright, right? Well, I I don't know. I mean, you're, well, you're not counting Piazza or Beltron. No, no, I'm I'm count, no, no, absolutely, I'm counting both guys. I just think I would in go, terms of the longevity of it, it's I, David Wright. I would put if I'm ranking them myself, I'd go Piazza, Beltron. Uh, excuse me, I go Piazza, Strawberry, Beltron, Wright. No, no, I. You're not wrong in terms of like if I'm taking one or two big time seasons. I'm just saying, like, I would, so how do you ju- how are you judging it? Lifelong man. I think a lot of it is the the longevity of it, the fact he was here his entire career, and that's what Pete would have. See, Pete would have both of those things. He'd have the monster seasons, and he would have he's a 15 year Met. That that's how I would judge it. But I get your right. point. If we're judging it just based on best seasons ever, then John Olerud would be up there, wouldn't he? No, but I like <laughs> the way that you put it, where Alonzo's the combo of the high of Beltron, Strawberry, Piazza, and has the David Wright homegrown longevity. Nobody else can touch that. So Yeah, he'd have all that. Yeah. He'd have all that. Right. Daryl had the homegrown, they let him go, you know, many years ago. Piazza has and Beltron both have the hired gun right. kind of mentality. And then you had David who was there the entire career and unfortunately that freaking injury cost us everything. But no, no, you're dude, Pete Alonso's gonna own every record. This guy this guy hits 35 home runs a year, and he does it for the next how many years? He, I mean, he had 500 home runs. Right. We may have one of those kinds of guys. He may he may clinch this in three years. Maybe yes. not even. Like, it's, it's, it's almost there now. You know what he's about to clinch? And I don't know if you put that much stock in this, but he's a year away, not this year, but next year, from passing Keith Hernandez for the most starts at first base on opening day. So he's going to take the opening day record at first base quickly. And then he's going to eventually take the all-time opening day record. So he's right. going to be Mr. Met in so many ways. No doubt about that. They just better resign him. Can't have a round. Right. Can't have a DeGrom situation all over again. <laughs> oh, by the way, we have a DeGrom over under coming up, uh, coming oh, up soon. God. Don't worry. Under. Jeff McNeil at 326 last year. I'll make it 310. Jeff McNeil at 310 this year. Um, geez. I mean, he should roll out of bed hitting 300. I'll go over. I'll go over McNeil. Yeah, I'm going to go over too. Uh, I think, especially, you know, we're trying to figure out does the lack of a shift help certain guys? Does it hurt certain guys? I think McNeil's one of those guys that will find the hole against anybody. Right. You know, whether it's the shift, non-shift, 
And the only thing that scares me is that when Jeff McNeil tries to hit for power, his average starts to dip. So hopefully Jeff McNeil doesn't go back to what he's done a few years ago and kind of sticks with what works, which is slap the ball all over the place. You don't have to hit for a lot of power and go out and hit 320, 325. So I'll take the over on that, Pete. Yeah, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to take the over. There's no doubt in my mind that he's going to hit over 300. And, I mean, again, if the numbers that I think a batting average is going to be a real stat again, it's going to be the average is definitely going to go up in total. And I think that there's no chance. I mean, he might hit 350 if 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 if, if numbers go up as high as I think they could. Yeah, I feel good about that too. Francisco Lindor last year had a 788 OPS. All right, had a pretty good year at 26 home runs, drove in over 100 runs, but his OPS was 788. Does he do better than that this year? Yeah, I think he will. I think he's going to hit more homers. I just get that feeling Lindor's going to have another big year. Um, I don't know why that is. I mean, I love him as a player. In year two, he's been great. I think defensively, you're going to see great improvement because of the, the shift now or the banning of the shift, so I think that'll be good. But I do think he's going to go over that. I think he'll hit more home runs. That this is a guy who's at 38 in a year, to your point. So we've seen that he's capable of, have a, of having that kind of monster year. I'm going to say the over on that, too, because I think his slugging goes up based on what you said. I also think to what Pete said, batting averages are going to go up around baseball. So I think, you know, he's just going to be a more productive player. So I'll take the over on Lindor. Pete? Yeah, I think I have to, to triple down on that. I think it's simple. OPS is definitely going to be over 800 eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride-or-die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So so think about this, all right? All of us are very confident about Lindor, McNeil, and Alonzo. All of us are taking the over, basically, that they're going to have better or as good a years as they had a year ago. And that's really the key. Because if those three guys are that productive, then the Mets should score a lot of runs, which leads me to, will they match their total from last year? They scored 4.77 runs per game. They were fifth in Major League Baseball. I'll base it on on rank, okay, more than runs per game. Are the Mets going to have a top five offense in Major League Baseball? No, no, I don't think they will because I don't think last year they were. I know the numbers say that. Watching them, they weren't there. And... While I do believe in those individual players as a whole, and by the way, the fact that all three of us think that all three of those guys are going to be huge, you know what that means. I mean, just the law of averages. Somebody's going to get hurt. Somebody's going to underperform. <laughs> it's natural. Now, I do think maybe they get an uptick from, let's say, the DH spot or catcher or third base, but I don't think their offense is a top-five offense. Where you look at even maybe a team like the Phillies were significantly better than they were a year ago. With the addition, I know they lose Hoskins, but they had Trey Turner. I'm going to say no for the Mets. You know, 
the Philadelphia Phillies have a lot of guys in their lineup that we look at and say, oh, my God, Trey Turner, Castellanos will bounce back. They'll get Bryce back in the second half. Schwarber's a beast. They've got three guys in their lineup that you can't trust. They've got a brand new first baseman. They're trusting Bryson Stott now to play every single day. Brandon Marsh is the center fielder. Like, they have some scary guys in their lineup, but they also have three, four guys that you look at and say, I don't know what those guys are going to do. So I think that you can do that with a lot of teams in baseball where, yeah, they got four or five guys that are scary, but what about six through nine in the Philadelphia Philly order? Is that really, is Stott and Marsh, and who's the kid who's going to play first base, uh, the left-hand hitter? I I forget his name. He played like a handful of games. Derek Hall. Derek Hall. Okay. Does Derek Hall, Brandon Marsh, Jake Cave, and Stott scare you? Does that put the fear of God in you? No, but you could say the same thing about the Mets. You know, where would you rank the Mets lineup in their own division? I think the Mets lineup is deeper than the Phillies lineup. Wow. I do. I think the Philly lineup, because think about this. They're relying on unproven commodities, too. Where they have the edge, I'll give it to them, is Trey Turner is one of the best players in baseball. Kyle Schwarber is one of the best sluggers in baseball. Castellanos absolutely bounces back this year. Harper, it's going to be a while, but once he plays, he scares the crap out of you. And JT Realmuto. So they've got, like, guys. But we can't ignore that Brandon Marsh is playing every day. That Derek Hall is playing every day. That Stott is playing every day. That Alec Baum is, he's okay. Don't get me wrong. Right. They got a lot. I I think sometimes what we do as fans is we look at the stars of the other team. Well, their stars are significantly better than the Mets stars. I don't disagree. And they have multiple of them. You just said it. They have so you like. Where's the? I could pick out three holes in the Mets lineup as well, right? Like you're looking do at. The, you the, think? Let me ask you this. So Met lineup is probably Nimmo. Holding up my fingers here. Nimmo, Marte, Lindor, Alonzo, McNeil five. What? Let's say Vogelback six. Right. And now you're looking at. Mark Hanna, Eduardo Escobar, and Omar Narvaez, seven through nine. Yeah, all right. So is that I, really that bad to you? No, it's it's not good. Vogelback to me is a problem. And McNeil hit McNeil should be sixth, and they need a real five hitter. Then they're then they have a real lineup. That's why we. Like I 100 percent agree. The Phillies five hitter is scarier. But what about the Phillies seven through nine? Especially with Bryce Harper on the injured list for the first few right, months but, of the year. But the argument is their top four or five are better. So you're right. Where the Mets the Mets bottom three may be better. But the Phillies' top four or five are better than the Mets. You know? Yeah, but are they significantly better? That's the other thing, too. Like, you were talking about, yes, obviously, we talked about how the, the top end of that Philadelphia Phillies lineup is, is great. But the Mets aren't that far behind. We just talked about how Alonzo, Lindor, and McNeil are, are, are still really good. You know, and, and, and Marte, and not for nothing, but Marte and Escobar and Kana, they're all professional hitters. That's the other thing we're ignoring here. Trey Turner, Schwarber, Bryce. Real Muto, those four guys are better than anything the Mets have. And, and you leave out Castellanos, who has to bounce back from last year. He is he is a tremendous hitter who had so a terrible five, year last year. How, who's, who's, where's the comp? Like with the Mets? No, the, the comp is, here's the comp. It's Brandon Nimmo, Francisco Lindor, Starling Marte, Pete Alonso, and Jeff McNeil. They're very different, right. but that's the top five. Those are the five stars of the Mets. Those are the five stars of the Philadelphia Phillies. But I would argue, and the Phillies are better. I am not arguing that. But the rest of the Philly lineup is what? I mean, right. 
think about it. The Hoskins injury is a monster deal, yeah. especially in a contract year. What do you think hurts more, though? Because I was making this argument, too. The Mets had the advantage over the teams in their division, clearly in the bullpen. Yes. And now now that's been leveled. Where the playing 100%. Field. So if I'm giving the Braves and Phillies an advantage in the lineup, the Mets had the X factor in the bullpen last year. Now they lose that. You know, where, where's what's more important, the Diaz injury or the Reese Hoskins injury? Yeah, it's it's tough because guys who play every day will impact more games, but there's no doubt, and this is the way I framed it, very similar to what you just said. The New York Mets had something no other team in baseball had. Forget the division. A right. dominant Mariano-like closer. There was nobody close. Don't give me a manual class A. Edwin Diaz was far and away the best closer in baseball. Everyone else had to worry a little bit. Now the Mets are with everybody else. The Met bullpen, you know, you could throw it in the air. Who knows? Uh, who the hell knows? Right. Sir Anthony Dominguez, who knows? David Robertson, who the hell knows? Some Fred Kimball, yes, who knows? Night. Right, exactly. It's all the... So I agree with you. The Mets are now a part of everyone else. They're, they don't have that same distinct advantage because of the Diaz injury. I agree with that. doesn't mean they can't win. doesn't mean the bullpen's going to suck. It just means they don't have the huge edge that they used to have. Totally but, agree. But... Now couple that with having a lineup that is not as good as the other two, right? As close as it may be, they're still not on the level offensively as Atlanta or Philadelphia. So you're going under on the fifth in baseball, 4.77 runs per game. I, I'm i mixed on this because I think they're going to be pretty much the same. I think they're going to almost match it. So I guess I'll slide a little bit with the I, – I, my gut is to say under, but not a terrible under. Like a, a very close under. So I'm going to go with, and I'm going to even write this down, very close <laughs> under. Because if they score four runs a game, I wasn't right, under or not. Like it's got to be close. You're, you almost make it seem like they're not, they're not going to be close to what they did last year. Uh, I mean, I still think they'll be top 10, right? But that's, you know, that's a pretty significant fall from a top five offense, where, by the way, we wanted them to get better. The offense right. wasn't good enough, so you wanted to go from five to maybe top three. I think they're going to go from five to maybe, let's say, seven or eight, something like that. Pete? I say they're going to be better because uh, – over, I should say, because what other, te- what other teams are better? We talked about Phillies and the Braves, fine, but give me the rest of the leagues. Like, who else? I mean, are, maybe the Yankees, maybe, but I, I still think that the Mets could score enough runs. They could find ways to score runs. I'm not concerned. I think they're going to be a top five. 